Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Happy Snowpocalypse, everyone, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your two hosts, and I live in Prescott, where we just got a whole lot of snow. Some of the most snow we've ever gotten in northern Arizona, and it's a whole lot of fun. With me, as always, my good buddy, who is hiding off to the side, mysterious Michael Talent. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's just mysterious Mike Talent? It's, it's, Michael's too formal. That's that's not me. That's That's your nephew. Oh, oh, okay. I apologize. Speaking of Michael, my nephew, Mike, you want to know how you're officially old? Um, your nephew's graduating college? No. Close. My second nephew, two out of my three nephews, are now over the age of 21. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that is, yep. Did you buy him a beer, Matt? No, because it's his birthday actually today. So I have not purchased him a beer legally yet. And I plead the fifth for everything else. Ah, do you not recall? I totally not recall. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) I heard that works. Happy birthday, Michael. FYI, that's what that was. Mike, this week I picked a movie. I thought it was going to be good. I was disappointed. It's a little Netflix film directed and starring G. Clune, George Clooney. Mike, go ahead. Give us the breakdown. Whoa, whoa, Matt. I, I think I need to stop you. Who is G. Clune? Is that is that his uh, nickname now? I, yeah, I like it. G. Clune. All right. Well, I guess this one is starring G. Clune and, and directed by G. Clune. So, uh, so Mike, George. Hold, on. hold on, Mike. I need to get it out first. Real Film Nerds episode number 205? Six? Five. Okay. I, I was... See, all the days are starting to blend together. This new chosen career path is... I just... Every day's the same now. It's always work. So anyways, now I just... Yeah, I can't count either. Okay, Mike. So Real Film Nerds episode number 205. The Midnight Sky. Directed and starring my, my dog, G. Clune. Nice. All right. So, like we talked about, uh, George Clooney, and this one's uh, Midnight Sky, and this is uh, on Netflix. Uh, it's also starring Felicity Jones, David Oyelowo, uh, and uh, um, oh man, now I'm gonna mess it up. Mike, you can do it. Think hard. Think hard. Remember, okay. Cla- Cla- oh no, Kalen, yes, Kalen Spring Springall. Man, sorry, Matt. Thanks. Thanks for the help. Assist. Yeah, assist. Uh, <laughs> this was uh, uh, written uh, by Mark L. Smith, and it's based on Good Morning Midnight, a book by Lily Brooks Dalton. All right. Uh, this po- post-apocalyptic tale follows Augustine, a lonely scientist in the Arctic, as he races to stop Sully and her fellow astronauts from returning home to a mysterious global catastrophe. Okay, Mike, I did not like this movie. I should not have picked it. But I wanted to see it because, you know, G. Clune and Felicity Jones and David Oyelowo. 
it's you know good cast great cast uh yeah i i was interested in it you know it was like a not quite a pandemic-y event, but something kind of, some sort of unexplained phenomenon. I mean, it explains a little bit, but not really. No, that's one of my biggest issues with this movie. It's fine. They they even could have re- exposed it at the end, but they don't. They don't tell you what went wrong so bad. They released something. They don't tell you what, but they released somebody, something. Somebody released something, and it literally led to the end of the world. Yeah, they they and he, it sounds like he was trying to to do it, but the movie cleverly uh, made it so he couldn't explain it. And and Matt, it was probably because they didn't want to figure that out, or they didn't want us to get lost in the details of that, because this movie was really more about um, Augustine's uh, character, I would say, than actually the pandemic or or well, whatever the catastrophe that happened. So. Mike, I, I think it was more about being bored for an hour and 58 minutes. Don't spit your beer all over the microphone. Jeez, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't hate this movie like you did, so this is going to be a fun one. Well, I don't know if I hated it, but I expected more. I mean, it was okay. It was mediocre at best. I think it should have been a lot better than what it was. You're You're right. It could have been a lot better. It seemed it had the makings of a good movie. The special effects were, I, I thought, pretty good. Um, maybe some of the space stationy space vehicle thing could have been a little bit better because it kind of almost looked too CG. I mean, I know it was CG. Like, how are you going to do that? But like, it, I don't know. It, it didn't. It looked too polished. Like, too clean. Too nice. Like, I felt like it should have been a little messed up. Like a little dirty. That makes sense. Yeah, especially when shit starts going south, you know? When shit starts hitting the fucking thing. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, whatever. Um, Suspend your disbeliefs. But I don't know, man. It was okay. To me, it was okay. I know you like slow burns, Mike, and this is a hardcore slow burn. Hardcore. Um, Yeah, I will admit the ending was... A bit of, I, I, you know, I didn't really see that coming too well. I, I mean, it, there was some foreshadowing in there, but I didn't quite get what they were going for. So I guess that's just kind of maybe bad sto- storytelling. I don't, I don't know. I, who knows what got cut on, on out of this? And it, it was already, as you mentioned, just about two hours long, which is kind of long for a movie that dragged ass. Yeah, yeah, the the pacing of this movie was slow. <laughs> I predicted the ending, but Mike, we're still talking about the movie before we talk about the ending and spoil it. Well, I'm not no I I, I yes, man, I'm not I'm going not going to spoil it. I'm just just saying I, I don't know. But I did enjoy the special effects. Uh the acting was well done. The story is just a little lackluster, man. How about that? Lackluster could have used a little bit more shining a little bit more polishing and then it, 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 could, it could have gone maybe a little better a lot better like actually tell us what happened have some nice resolve to it i mean there's some resolve to it but still the it just i don't know i don't know mike i don't want to ruin it i don't want to spoil it yet 
in case people do want to watch it. I don't have a huge problem with this not telling what exactly happened. Because there's been plenty of movies where that kind of starts, but I don't know. It, it's kind of some of the middle parts and the rest of the story that was a little bit like, hmm. Okay, here you go. How's this? Why I want to know what happened. Okay. The little girl. God damn it. I don't want to spoil it, though, but I'll talk about it. So the little girl, I'll just say that. Was she a figment? Was she something he's calling back to? Or was she a side effect of whatever is going on on the earth? You know what I mean? As in the main, what's happening to the main character. You see what I mean? Well, Matt, I, I, th- I think it's up to you to decide. It, it, it is, is it, I, I think you don't like the open to interpretation that this movie has. It's a lot of open, not explaining things. A lot of, lot of questions. A lot, like we got more questions than we got answers in this movie. Mike, I didn't need it to be so long to be able to have shit that I don't, you know, have answers to. I get, I got you. You're 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 very important doing adult things, and uh, this was not worth your time. It was worth my time. I mean, I still enjoyed watching a movie, but it was just it. There's too many gaps with stuff. Like some of the stuff is really interesting, like the interaction in the station that George Clooney's in the the breakfast slash dinner interaction, I guess is a good way. That That's a very slow part, but it was very integral and very nice. But yet sitting there watching them constantly trudge across the Arctic on a snowmobile, on foot, whatever. And there was a lot of that when they had different stops and ran into different things. Yes, that was important, but it was a lot of emptiness and just waiting. Yeah, I guess that's true. There there could have been a the journey could have been a little different and maybe they didn't need the journey. Maybe it could have just been I, I don't know. Some some of how that was set up could have likely been gone differently. They could have cut a chunk of it out. They really could have. Including the journey of the space station back to Earth or the spaceship. Right. Yeah. A lot of it was important. But there's no, there's, George Clooney's character has a level of character character development, but you still don't know a whole lot about him. You know a little bit. The different astronauts on the spaceship that's barreling towards Earth, I really could care less about most of them. You really don't get much backstory. You really don't get much invest, emotional involvement in them. And it is a two-hour movie. You should have a lot of emotional involvement. It's not a huge cast. Yes, you you are correct, Matt. They did not develop the space people coming in hardly at all. There was a little bit of an attempt here and there, but it was very, very light. And that might have got cut on the floor, but you got to wonder, you know, two hours is kind of long already. So, like, I mean, I guess you could have changed things around, but yeah. You know, for as much movie as we got, we didn't get hardly any uh, development of those characters. Just really, George character uh, George Clooney is a uh, character Augustine. But that's the point. So you want me to take two hours of my life, watch this film, and I'm you're not going to tell me who these people are. You're not going to make me give two shits when one of them dies or two of them dies or whatever. 
what's the point? You see what I'm getting at, Mike? Yeah, yeah. You you have no no investment, nothing uh, for for those characters, and it's like, why should I care what's going on right now? You're telling me this intricate story of all these different people and these two different stories colliding and eventually coming to a resolution, saving some lives. Why do I care? I, I don't. Okay. All right, man. I'm I'm starting to see your side, but I still I don't I don't think I'm going to be as harsh as you are. So you you are likely going to continue your role as the harsh 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 one for 2021. It seems like you've really just got the hammer or something, man. I don't know. You know what happened, Mike? 2020 broke me. Oh man. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. So Mike, I need some repair. Well, Matt, I, I guess, you know, there's nothing I can do physically for you. So uh, why don't we just talk about how we repair ourselves, um, you know, with with alcohol? So, uh, Matt, why don't you tell me what you're drinking? <sighs> Mike, I like to repair myself daily with at least one of these bad boys. I drink it a lot. This time it's in a can. It's my good buddy, Mr. Kiltlifter. Nice. Very nice, Matt. Are you going to have to walk to the store to get your next thing because the uh, the snowstorm's so bad you can't drive? Oh, no. If I run out of beer, I got four bottles of whiskey. I think I'm good for a while. Oh, well, I mean, Matt, I was talking about like from two days from now, not not for tonight. No, I got a four-wheel drive truck. I'll make it. Okay. You just let the whiskey do the driving. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Matt. Uh, I am drinking... Um, not an IPA. What again? It's uh just a sh- shock top. It was it was on sale over at the uh, grocery store. So uh, just drinking a shock top, just a Belgian white. You know, pretty light drinking. Good good stuff. Does that mean you're turning into turning over a new leaf? Not drinking IPAs. Oh no, absolutely not. No, that just just means it was on sale. Oh, okay. I was going to say, so 2020 broke you too. So now you can afford IPAs. You have to get whatever beers on sale. Next time, are you going to show up with some Bush or Bush Light? Oh, you know, that'd be cool. Uh, I was thinking about doing one of those seltzers, like the the Natty, what is it called? Natty Natty Daddy? No. Natty. What? <laughs> <laughs> Natty Daddy. I don't know, but if it's not a seltzer, it definitely should be one. I know the White Claws. <laughs> have you had any of those seltzers? Uh, I've, I've had White Claw, uh, or at least tried some of it, and um, it tastes like water. It does. It's very odd. It's, it's trouble. It's trouble. You can drink them really fast. I haven't had any of the other seltzers. There's like Bud Light seltzer. There's there's some natural, uh, natural ice seltzer. I think they have a catchy name for them. But, um, I've had the White Claw. I've had Bud Light's seltzers, specifically the mango. And I've had the uh, Corona's seltzer ones. I have to say, I think the original is probably the best. I think the White Claws are probably the best. But they're all dangerous. I can drink them in large numbers and really fast. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, oh, man, that was a 12-pack? Man. Yeah. All right, Mike. So, speaking of claws from Wolverine... Oh, well, kind of. Yeah, kind sure. Of. That'll work. That'll work. That Marvel, works. That uh, works. It's a little bend there. A little bend. 
So, so Mike, here we go. Here's the question. The all-important Real Film Nerds podcast question that will make our name in the podcast world eventually. Maybe in year 12. Mike? Yes, year 12. Year 12. Mark the calendar, people. Year 12. So, Mike, how does The Midnight Sky, a Netflix original film, relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, Matt, thanks again for asking. Uh, So this one, uh, like you said, Matt, earlier, this is a very small cast, and I was not entirely sure I was going to be able to find anybody who was in the MCU. But I did find, uh, because this movie had quite a bit of special effects, I assumed that somebody who had worked on this had also worked on one of the many MCU movies with special effects. And I was right. So uh, <laughs> our <laughs> our uh, MCU tie-in is uh, John Delaney, who is a lead special effects technician on this movie. Also worked on Spider-Man uh, Far From Home as a special effects technician. So this one, I guess he was promoted to lead or, or maybe got a raise or I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just a title. But anyway, uh, yeah. Okay, Mike, so I have a very important question relating to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right. Does WandaVision count as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, even though it's a television show? You know, Matt, I don't know. We, we, we should have probably talked about this before. I didn't even think about it, but... You... Well, because the one kind of does, right? We we haven't used it that much, but the, um, the other show uh, that got canceled... S.H.I.E.L.D.? Agents of mm, S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, okay. So we count Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So we should call, I mean, WandaVision technically should, even though it's a TV show, it's on Disney+, Plus. it is in the MCU, it is actually kicking off Phase 4 of the MCU. So I think if anything relates to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or WandaVision or the upcoming Loki TV series or anything like that, it should count, even if it's not a movie. Okay, all right. I mean, that's... That's good stuff for me because sometimes, man, I got to really search. So the more uh, content, the better for me. I just wanted to ask you because, Mike, it is kind of your segment. I mean, I'm the one that has tasked you with doing it, but it's because, you know, it's like the one thing that's not like this recording that you do. I just wanted your input on it. That's all. Okay. So, yeah, let's let's count it, Matt. Let's in, in the upcoming Loki uh, series as well. All right. So if it's MCU related movie or TV show. We're good to go. All right, Mike. So let's uh, go ahead and roll into our spoilers. I don't know how much. I mean, we've done some pretty good amount of spoiling, but uh, let's get back to one I was discussing. The little girl that rolls with George Clooney the whole time is his estranged daughter, I guess is a good way to put it. Like she never knew that he is her daughter. You don't find out until the very end that she is not real. She's a figment of his imagination or it's a side effect of whatever's going on in Earth, or whatever. It's open interpretation. I would like to think that it's a figment of his imagination. To me, it uh, it is his imagination. Uh, he's going through some sort of, what, like, cancer treatment or something, right, Matt? Like, some kind of no, weird... No, it's dialysis. Like, 
dialysis, so his kidneys are failing. Yeah, his kidneys are going. And is that a side effect of whatever's going on Earth? And that's what's making him hallucinate? Again, you see why I would... At minimum, they should have told us what the hell is causing the apocalypse. Uh, no, no. I think it's fine. The, the, uh, well, the kidneys disagree, failing... <laughs> All right. Well, you, I've noted. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> um no the i i feel like uh the little girl is a figment of his imagination but it's it's helping him get through his tough time as he's essentially just dying on screen in front of us um but matt i i i also felt like um the character in space uh felicity jones's character is his daughter it is she doesn't and she doesn't know it and um so it's it was kind of a weird like his fight to get to the radio tower to be able to tell them like hey shit's gone wrong was really just to tell his daughter like hey i'm your dad and then he couldn't and then it just ends so it's up to us to figure out what happened Okay, so you think he consciously knew that his daughter was on that spacecraft coming back to Earth, and he made the decision to go there and save his daughter and tell her that she's his daughter. I, I think so, but I think he chickened out on that telling her he was his daughter thing, but I do believe he wa- he wanted to warn her because he did know who was on the, the uh, mission because the computer told him or whatever and um you know in the future what was it 20 2049 right yeah right well the reason why i ask is because it doesn't come across to me that he knows that she is his daughter on the flight like she he knows that who his daughter is obviously but until she starts talking about oh well, you must have known my mom. You must have worked with my mom. You remember that kind of whole talk when they were discussing? Yes. That's when I think you started putting two and two together that, oh, shit, this is really my daughter. Or maybe it's your interpretation. Again, I don't know, Mike. Again, it's very open-ended. It is. It is open-ended. And, like, the the extremely, like, awkward scene where his, you know... um, he's i guess they're breaking up or i don't even know like it seemed like he's never there anyway but like he's just always focused on his work but uh the scene where he's like do you the mom uh, of the daughter and and his daughter was like do you want to see her she's sitting in the car he's like he doesn't even say anything he just like walks away i'm like jeez man that was harsh. It's cr- incredibly dark and morbid and messed up, yeah. And it takes him his whole life to realize that he should have been a part of his daughter's life. But so, what else would you like to spoil, or should we uh, give our ratings? So, so, so also the the g- little girl really doesn't like talk uh, in in most of the scenes. I think there's what one or two where she says something. Yeah, she doesn't even really emote either. She, she laughs a few times here and there. But she's just kind of there. Yeah, and so that is what makes me think, because he never really met her or anything, he's only seen pictures of her as a little girl, or he did at some point, 
that's the way he chooses to remember her. So that's why I think she didn't talk or anything because. Well, and clearly he didn't even know her name because the little girl's name is Iris. Yeah. So that's what makes me think that maybe he didn't know that was his daughter on the spacecraft because his daughter's name is Sully. Again, open to interpretation, Mike. For sure, for sure. And then there's, so at, at first the, the movie did do this thing that's kind of dumb and it, it wasn't needed, was when everybody's like rushing to leave Earth because something happened, uh, there's this lady, she's like, have you seen my daughter? Have you seen my daughter? Essentially, it made me think it was like uh, a little bit of aliens, you know, um, where like Newt was left behind or well, actually in aliens, she was the only survivor that they didn't know was a survivor, you know, in aliens, James Cameron's the aliens. Yes, I know aliens, Mike. I'm, I was just seeing where you were going with this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so any, anyway, there's just this thing that this kind of like hook to make you think like it's it's like a false implant to be like oh maybe they did leave behind somebody and that really is a person and then the end happens and you're like oh what the fuck (laughs) so well i'm just disappointed that there were no xenomorphs it's true there were no xenomorphs there was no 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 aliens or or maybe there was because who was George George Clooney shooting at in the thing? Was it was it wolves or was it was it a xenomorph? Might have been a xenomorph, Mike. Maybe that's what took over. They shouldn't have released the xenomorphs without the predators around. And what did the guy that was in this weird container thing tell him? Uh, that wasn't a container. The, that was a crashed airplane. Okay, what did the guy in the crashed airplane tell him? Good question. Other than saying, please kill me. Well, yeah, no, that's just normal. That's just normal movie stuff, you know? Yeah, well, when you got frostbite like that, Jesus. I mean, that fool, ooh, he was bad. He was in a real bad spot. Yeah, so I I, I don't know, man. Oh, Matt, oh, I can't believe I didn't bring this up earlier. The one thing I thought was really cool in this that was um, something I hadn't seen before, all the floating blood in zero gravity. Yes. Was awesome. Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. That was really jacked up, yeah. And it make they they really try and mess with you with that because they make it look like it's not that much blood. And then they start pulling out and it's like the whole thing is full of all these drub blood droplets just floating around smashing into each other. It's like, dude, this is this is bad. So I like that because I thought that was really cool. I mean, terrifying absolutely terrifying but i thought that was you know if you're really in space and there's zero g's and you're bleeding like crazy that's what it's gonna look like man i was like oh that's cool but you know terrifying so i thought that was neat because i don't think i've seen that in a movie so i thought that was kind of cool i agree mike i agree because most space movies they have like the simulated gravity like most of the movie and there's only like a little bit where they're actually floating in space um even in like event horizon there's like the gravity drive and like for the most part it's on but there's that a couple parts where it's got the the floating like floaty stuff but well they got some floating blood in that you remember when 
they call him what baby bear or some shit the yeah baby bear yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> i don't remember his name he either. opens he opens the uh door to go outside and like that you get all kinds of uh zero g blood there but it didn't look like this no i think it was just a little bit though like and it was more from his eyes which is also terrifying but um it, yeah <laughs> i'd go with terrifying <laughs> It was uh, it wasn't to the level of this movie where it's like you're bleeding out basically. And all right, Mike. So how many reels? Ooh. So 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 I'm trying to read your reels in your eyes. I don't know. I'm 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 thinking. Ooh. Uh, I'm thinking two and a half reels for me. Two and a half reels, and you liked it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hate it. How about that? Oh, I didn't hate it either. I just have a lot of issues with it. I don't hate it. Mike, uh, here, let's see if you can guess how many reels. How many, how many reels do you think? I'm thinking you're going to give it two. You're correct. Mike, you are correct. I started at two and a half, and I was like, no. It needs to go farther. And this streak continues. Matt has been more harsh than me in all the movies. Told you, man. 2020 broke me. Psychologically, definitely physically and emotionally okay matt did uh you you sent me that article about the uh johnny mnemonic that was in uh, uh gizmodo yeah uh, yeah that dude, was that's funny. awesome man that was weird that literally came out like two days after we published that pod <sighs> yeah man uh that uh, i was like i don't know if anyone's gonna catch this because like i feel like it's not on the radar of movies that people really are endeared to so Anyway, I thought it was cool that we could do a pod that was in the future, or the future is now. It was just hilarious, because in the article, they basically say that the dolphin and Johnny Mnemonic is the most cyberpunk thing ever. <laughs> and then I, they argued, and I, I understand their argument. It was, a, it was a good, solid argument. So, All right, Mike, speaking of movies, what is uh, your choice for next week? All right, so Matt... Um it's going to be coming out in the theaters and in uh, HBO Max uh, for streaming. It's called The Little Things, it's starring uh, Denzel Washington. And it's, uh, you know, a movie about some cops and uh, like a murder mystery thing. And uh, it's got Jared Leto's in it and a couple other people. So, you know, I'm interested to see it. Uh, I guess... I didn't even bring this up, Matt, but like they just keep kicking the can down the road about movies. Um, they just delayed um, A Quiet Place 2 from April of this year down to September, I don't know, 15th, but it's probably more like April of 2022. And they also keep pushing back uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They no. Every everything just keeps. You know. Uh, I think the James Bond movie also got pushed again. Again, Jesus, man, dude. I. It's just they're they're never gonna. I I, I don't know. Like the theaters aren't gonna be around. Well, Mike, here's the uh, IMDb uh, synopsis for the little things. It's really long, so take a drink. Okay. Two cops track down a serial killer. <laughs> there you go. D wash. Let's do it. 
<laughs> so, so, so for uh, the audience, that's Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, Jared Leto. It's a pretty good little cast there. Pretty good little cast. I'm excited, Mike. We'll see how it goes. And where can people watch it? In the theaters or on HBO Max, right? Uh, yes. They can watch it in the theaters or on HBO Max uh, starting on, uh, let's see, the 30th. 30th? It's not the 29th? I thought you oh, said no, it was Friday. 29th. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. 29th. 29th of, of January. So um, if you can go to the theaters, if your state doesn't have them closed, if you feel the the urge to go back go for it uh if not uh find somebody's password for hbo max and go ahead and watch it on that well all right mike i i think that's uh the end of real film nerds podcast episode number 205 i think that i think that is the end so mike why don't you uh do your thingy about the socials and then your other thingy about the thingy and uh you can go to bed Okay, man. I will. I will. All right. So, uh, you know, everyone, um, thanks for listening and uh, catch us on the socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the things like that. And, uh, you know, I would say go out and watch as many movies as you can, but uh, that's not really a thing these days. So go out and stream or go inside and stream as many movies as you can. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.